All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are back with another one. It is the Authority Project. We got a special edition today with my good friend Alan Thomas, and he is here. He says there is a reason why we should rethink dieting. He says it's always good to do that. Is that right, Alan? Absolutely, Brian. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited to to go through this. It's a little different kind of kind of thing we're doing today. But I believe this is going to be helpful for so many people who, who watch this today. And without further ado, let's get to that intro. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we're back with another one, folks. It's the Authority Project. I am your host, Brian S. Arnold here, and you are the project. We want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we have, like I said, a special edition today, my good friend, Alan Thomas, in the house, in the virtual stage. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing well. Doing well. Love that intro, too, man. That's always said. Never get tired of that. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) It's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to dive into it. We have, we have a lot to talk about, and I really want to get into everything. But before we start, Alan, can you please tell us who you are personally and then professionally? Absolutely. Yeah, I am uh, personally, I'm a father of four, just took my youngest to her second year of college. And I've got three boys and a daughter, a, a wife. I married way up, a wife of 35 years. And <laughs> it's hard to believe she's only 29 when I've been married to her 35 years. But she, <laughs> she looks good. <laughs> and my wife is Angie. And and today I, I unleash human potential through weight loss. And mm-hmm. I do that with without a diet or exercise plan because if a diet were the answer, we'd all be 32-inch waist and six-pack abs and perfect size. So... Yeah. Yes, I like how that sounds already. Okay, so this is we ask this about all of it's the one that are two compulsory type of questions. So mm-hmm. let me see what let me see what you what this is for you. What is your daily routine? Daily routine is on a personal side, it's mindset first. First thing is mindset in the morning, very early, usually around uh, five a.m. and uh, spend some time in meditation and prayer, and and then listen to something positive, and then. My wife and I, we live on Amelia Island, Florida, which is just north of Jacksonville for the, the people who don't have never heard of Amelia Island. And we're about a mile from the beach. We cycle to the beach and our island's only two miles wide. And we, we usually go to the beach. We go downtown. It's a little historic area and get our exercise in. And then before I hit my day and, and I can roll through that. And I, and I work with uh, men and women that struggle with either overweight or obesity. And and we do that through a group and an individual coaching platform. I'm on that from ding to dong because that's my passion. Great stuff. So I, I I love this already. Sounds beautiful. So let's dive let's dive into it. Let's dive into this topic. Why why rethinking dieting is always good. Why is that the case? Well, I, I mean a little bit about my background where I got here. 
for decades, I struggled with my weight. I struggled with obesity and overweight, through dieting up and down. Did you name a diet, I've done it. You name an exercise program, I've done it. And I would always end up five pounds heavier, 10 pounds heavier, and just going up and up. And, and then in, in 2017, at age 55, I when I stepped on the scale and saw uh, 304 pounds flashing on the scale un- underneath my feet, it just jolted me. And that led me to go on a 260-day journey that where I escaped obesity. And really what drove me to all of that was the fact that it was never about the diet. I always knew what to do. I mean, it was just like people ask me all the time, well, what should I eat? And I, and it's like one of my clients, he asked me that recently. Well, I say recently, when we first started, it was about nine months ago. He said, what should I eat? I'm 432 pounds. And I said, well, what would you eat if your wife and two daughters' life was on the line and you had to lose one pound in the next week? Now, this guy had never been on a, never been on a diet in his life, not one which really challenged my process because I believe everybody knows what to eat. And he proved that it was right. He said to me, it was the funniest thing. He said to me, I guess I could eat less, Alan. I said, that'd be a start. And uh, 90 pounds later, and he's still dropping. It's It always proves that the weight loss is always a battle between the ears. It's never a battle with the fork. You have to change what you're eating 100%. Does some exercise help? It's absolutely beneficial. But at the end of the day, it's a battle for the mind. And, and it's in what's crazy is we think it only impacts our health. Mm-hmm. And I love which when you're dealing with business people, digital marketers, the, your audience, your want authority, you tell me the individual who visibly has an extra 50, 100, 150, 200 pounds on them, who's speaking and wanting to speak with authority and leadership, are you going to listen to them more? Are you going to listen to the person who's got their weight under control? Because you don't have to have a yeah. scale out. I mean, it's <laughs> right. well, and there's and there's two reasons for that. Number one is the it's on the outside people looking, they see it, so they immediately know there's a discipline issue there. And and then, but on the other side, which is the bigger side of it, anybody like I struggle with obesity. When I struggle with obesity, I never would go all in with somebody in in, in a sales situation. I was in insurance sales for, for decades, and so you always have this kind of creature on your back <laughs> that you're always worried that somebody's, well, what are they thinking about me? And you can be yeah. confident and you can be outgoing. You can be joking. I was all of that, but mm-hmm. I always had this thing in my mind that was always weighing me down mentally, not just physically. It was weighing me down was how, why are they going to listen to me when my failure is obvious? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And yeah. so yeah. it holds, and that's, that was really the question that drove me to lose my weight and drove me to really rethink dieting. It was always the other things that mattered so much that really were that I just pushed aside and said, that doesn't matter, but it cost me in <laughs> so many different ways. It's not even funny. So, so I, I think that was important. What you just said, like you have the validation, not only that you've done it, that you're maintaining it. So that's a big difference where, you, where did you ever go through the roller coaster of up oh, and down? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, every, uh, yeah, everybody does. I mean, in that, when, before I went through this literally rethinking process that I did, it was always lose 50, gain, gain 55, lose 20, gain 30. And, but it's, but this is the thing too. See, weight, while 
we all, again, we all think it's just a health oriented and the health is certainly important. If you don't have health, you have nothing. I mean, ask, ask, it, ask the, anybody in the graveyard. They're, they're very difficult being a successful entrepreneur in the graveyard. So that's, <laughs> but if, but when we, but when you step back and give it kind of a 30,000 foot perspective, it's a success principle. You have to have, you have to have deposits of success in whether you're talking about your business for entrepreneur. I mean, if they all of a sudden stop marketing, what happens to their business over time? It's going to go down. Right. I mean, if you all of a sudden stop, if you're in a marriage, like when I, I got married 35 years ago, I was a very young man when I got married. And I just thought when I was married, we were done dating. Well, I learned real quickly that I had to make deposits of success in my relationship with my wife or that relationship would go away. And so with our weight, we want this magic pill. We want this magic pill that doesn't exist. Just It's kind of like going to the, um, going to the, to watch yeah. the, to play the lottery. The lottery's, hey, love it or hate it. It's a fun thing to do. But there's people who play the lottery thinking that's a, a retirement plan. That's a pretty tough retirement plan. <laughs> and, and so weight loss is, has to be a success principle that you work on every day at some level. And I'm not talking about depriving yourself. One of, one of my clients, he was, he's, he, uh, when he started with me, I have a process I take people through. And first weekend with me, I think he was down about five pounds and he, and he came to the call or our one to one call. He said, Alan, you know what I had for breakfast this morning? I said, what's that? He said, apple pie. I said, that's awesome, man. Good for you. He said, I just figured it out. I figured out how I could have that. And now he gave up something on the other end. It's a little bit like it's a little bit like if you if I were to say, Brian, I'm going to hand you twenty thousand dollars. You can keep any of it amount of it you want, but you've got to take your family on a vacation. Yeah, yeah. You, you could choose. You could spend all 20 or you could keep part of it. And that's a process that this guy learned. And he's he told. In fact, it was interesting. He said, you have the guiltless weight loss plan. I said, it's because all food's good. There's nothing wrong with ice cream. It's just you can't have it every day right, <laughs> so, right. or every every meal. Right. But at any rate. I, I like how you said that because I think that a lot of people when they're trying to do trying to change, there's this stigma of it being hard, frustrating, and like this long thing that it's, it feels impossible to do mm-hmm. and not fun. So so all those things is it's just not fun. So mm-hmm. do you make sure that your clients put the fun into this thing, that the, that this is a fun thing to do as far as the journey, or is it are you real with them saying that there is gonna be some hard times? Go to this. Well, it, it's like anything else. Is business fun? Not all the time. <laughs> well, well, so, well. Sometimes it's a blast. I mean, it, it's a blast. It's good times. The point is, there's a season for everything. And I don't, for example, when I'm working with a client, yet I want them to see that they're they're having success. They know that they don't know about it. the trick to it all is staying the staying the course, staying the go the distance. Just like with business, for example, if all you had to do was deal with unruly customers all the time, it would make being in business very unfun, very not fun, very like dread it like the plague. But it's part of that. You sometimes you're going to deal with that. Some I had a retail clothing business for 17 years and mm. and sold that uh, back in 2004. And but. There's other times where it's a blast. So the point that it's, it's seasonal, but the when I say seasonal, I mean, there, there's always going to be different things. It's like you cannot eat like Thanksgiving dinner every meal and lose <laughs> weight. It just doesn't work. Right. But at the end of the day, you can figure out, and this is what I encourage my clients to do, is to become an expert on themselves. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I have clients who do keto. I have some do intermittent fasting. I have some that do Weight Watchers. I have some that do paleo. I have some do Mediterranean diet. I have some that do vegan. I, and I'm going on and on. But they find what works for them. I, I know I'm think, 
thinking of one, one of my clients who's, who's lost, he just went over 20 pounds in about 23 days. He's 70 years old. He's on a walker. Okay. Mm. And he can't exercise. And people tell me all the time that number one, a 70 year old can't lose weight. Absolutely untrue. Mm. A second thing is you can't lose weight without exercise. Absolutely untrue. Also now is exercise beneficial? Sure it is. But is, but is it mandatory? No. And he's dialing it in and he's figuring out. And one of the things that I think is so funny is he says, I can't believe that I'm doing this. I can't believe my weight's falling off of me like this. I said, well, it was always possible. You just would never give it enough time and you were focusing on the wrong things. And just like I did. And I get asked by my clients all the time, how did you know this would work? I said, because I lived it. I failed at it for, for 30 years. Right. <laughs> and so right. just if I hope that answers your question. I just rambled. I yeah, I, I love all that. So you, you did a lot of those things. Like the usual thing from way back when you said, eat right and exercise. Do you think that people should still exercise? Or like you said, you just said it doesn't matter. Well, I I think it's like when I went, when my doctor, who's a really good doctor, and he had told me I needed to lose weight for better than 10 years that I've been going to him, but he didn't understand how. He knew the he knew the science of it, but he didn't understand the the mental part of it. And and I went in, I, I had a routine checkup scheduled. And I was down about, I think about 60 or 70 of the over 100 pounds that I lost on my journey. And he says, and he was congratulating me. He said, well, how are you doing? He said, first thing he asked me was, he said, what are you doing for exercise? And I said, well, I said, doctor, now he lives three blocks from me. I said, doctor, I I said, you see me on my bicycle, which is what I enjoy. I love riding my bike. It's fun. I said, you see me on my bicycle. I know you do. I said, but let me ask you a question. I said, do you, what do you think exercise has to do with weight loss? And he did this. He held up a zero with his hand, which shocked mm. me, really. Now, this is wow. a physician. This is an MD. He wow. said zero. He said, you can, there's people losing weight in the hospital right now who aren't moving. Right. Hmm. And now, here's the thing. Is exercise benefit? Absolutely. But you'll never outrun your fork and spoon. It's faster than any exercise you'll ever do. So what I encourage my clients to do is what they can do. For example, the one that I mentioned to you that never been on diet when I when he became a client, he was in a wheelchair, and I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I, I met him over the telephone. Okay, <laughs> he enrolled, I, I, so I didn't know this, and he wasn't wheelchair bound, but he couldn't walk more than about eight or nine, ten or ten steps without a wheelchair. So okay. now he's walking four to eight miles a day. I never mm-hmm. told him to do that, but he says, you know, I believe it'll work for me and he feels better. The other day he was on a bicycle for the first time with his daughter. He videoed wow. it, but it was amazing. Wow. And so I, I asked him, I said, what did your daughter say? And he said something like, she just smiled. Wow. And, mm. and so is exercise good? Yeah. And, but I tell people all the time, I'm not a doctor or nutritionist or dietitian or physical fitness expert. I just, somebody that failed miserably and this wilderness of obesity, I found a way out and I know a path. That was really it. And um, and so when people ask me, should I exercise? Well, do you like to exercise? Well, so I'd love to be. I said, then let's start working in that direction. But yeah. you don't have to do crazy. You just don't have to. But will you, I mean, you, let me ask you this, Brian. Do you exercise ever? Yes. Do you feel better after you exercise? I do. I do. You do. Exer- do you exercise? But, but, but I don't do it. Weight? I don't do it regularly. But you feel better when you do it, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is exercise beneficial? Yes. Okay. You see, I mean, you just figured out that exercise is good. I bet you yes. go exercise tomorrow. Now, now, actually, now I, I can eat better. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, I do eat. I my my thing is I, I eat. I drink too many sugary things. 
Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you, what's the most you've ever weighed in your life? Maybe like 175. I'm, okay. So let's suppose you woke up one morning and you weighed 250 because of all the things you've been eating wrong. Yeah. Would you accept that? No. No. Hmm. You see that? Yeah. See the difference? See the difference? Yeah. yeah. If you woke yeah. up and you were 180, would you accept that? Mm, one eight is yeah maybe not I mean, one seventy Alex. <laughs> well, what if what if you I, I, what if you were two hundred? Yeah, that's would you accept right. that? Yeah. You, you see my you if, see it was, my if it's in muscle, yeah, but, my, well, but I, I don't I don't want it I don't want it um in in my core. <laughs> that's my, that's my problem area right now. My core. The point I make like, is we life gives you what you'll tolerate. Yeah. Whether it's in, and I say this to business owners, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. If you'll tolerate the level you're at in your business, then that's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you but if you want more, you're going to have to fight for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, so t- tell us why diets, do you think diets are bad? Or do you think it's mm-hmm. how, how we represent diets to be I, an overall cure-all? That's such. I mean, that's such a great question, uh, and not many people ever ask me that. And I think it's. I think it's really a great question. I don't think. I think diets are neutral. I think the diets are a tool. I think diets are a, a way to eat that allows an individual to either gain or lose weight. So uh, I'll ask you a question. So a. Um, I heard that one of my coaches said this. Who's not a weight loss coach? Is a, a, mm. a mindset coach that I have. He. Um, he made the comment. He said, "He said a diet of grilled chicken, fish, and vegetables, or a diet that's ten thousand calories that you eat late late in the day, and uh, before you go to sleep, like in the last four hours. Like, which one is better?" I think they both could be good. That's yeah, that's unusual. Most people don't get that. You're right because yeah. the the one late the ten thousand calorie eating late in the day is what a sumo wrestler eats. If you want to be a sumo wrestler, you You've got to you've got to build up bulk, and so yeah. it depends on your it depends on your goal. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah. so the diet's simply a tool. It's not the be all end all, and we look for these magical diets that are going to make us perfect. And the diet is never going to be the issue. It's never going to be the thing that solves the the problem. The problem is between the ears. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Like- um, yeah. Well, I mean, most people who struggle with weight gain five, six, seven pounds every year. Yeah. They gain a little bit at long, and they, and it's sort of like if you want to, if you want to cook a frog, you let the water start the water at tepid and just heat it up before it boils them, and we end up going up five, ten, five, six, seven, eight pounds a year, five, six, seven, eight pounds a year, and before you know it, ten years have gone by and you've gained fifty to eighty pounds. And then you, and and then it becomes an issue. And then you're like, gosh, I've got a birthday coming up. I've got my wife's anniversary. It's Valentine's day coming up. I've got Easter. I've got, I've got Christmas. I've got whatever date. And so I can't lose weight because I have to do those things. Well, that's just crazy. That's not true. It's a choice. And, And so, so when people look at diets and the whole process that, that we go through, we just, we want to put it in a box and, and you can't, you, got to figure out what works for you. And if you spend the time understanding what works for you and what's important to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah I hope yeah. I answered your question. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about the transformation. Tell us about, I know you've gone through some, some things already in this, this talk we have here, but tell us about what happens when the weight is off. What, hap- what happens to someone's mindset as far as what they can do and what do, do they feel like now I can just, I can change anything now. Is that the mindset that you, that people go through? Tell us well, about your experience and others. 
Yeah. I mean, you, when you're carrying an extra 50 or 100 or whatever, it depends on the height, too. I mean, it depends on the individual. I mean, one individual who one individual who carries 30 at five foot three, extra 30 could be somebody six, six is going to have a much different uh, yeah. amount. So the, the amount is inconsequential. Whatever that amount is that makes them feel like they are um, overweight and kind of and have some shame around it mm-hmm. is going to when those pounds start coming off even before they're all the way off first thing they do is they feel like they can do something differently i know one of one of my clients who when he started with me i said what do you on a scale of one to 100 what do you think your likelihood of of achieving your 126 pound weight loss is he said maybe 50 50 i said well mine's 100 percent on you and i said <laughs> so i'll make up the difference now he's down 80 pounds since february and he, and mm-hmm. so now he's a hundred percent, but it's not just there. It's affecting him at work because he's now more confident. All of a sudden he's got confidence he didn't have. So that's a transformation there. He's also yeah. a dancer. He's a competition dancer, seriously. And he's a, a, a technology guy during the day. So he's got more confidence in those dance, in that yeah. competition dancing. He's, there's all these other yeah. areas that starts to impact that changes. Cause it's not just the change. It's when we're afraid to take our shirt off at the beach. We're afraid to take that. That's going to yeah. stop us from spending time with our kids. It's going to stop us from from yeah. working on our business a certain way. I mean, our good friend, Matt McWilliams, who's a client of mine, Matt, Matt had an incredible story. He gained 30 pounds of muscle and lost 93 pounds of fat. And he's having the biggest year of his life business-wise. And one of the things he mm-hmm. told me, he said, Alan, I never, he said, the 290-pound version of me would have never done this. And, mm. and so, so it's powerful on a business side, but it affects you name a section, a part of your life that, and, and I'll tell you how weight of impacts it because it impacts everything. Cause when I was over 300 pounds, there's no way I was hitting my income potential there. There's no way I got on a video like this with you. I would have said, Oh heck no, let's do it without video. And, and yeah. because I was too ashamed to now, now I've been told I have a face for radio, but the point is I'm not worried about the weight <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so, but that transformation that takes place, you have to become, you have to become whatever you are, wherever you decide your ideal weight is. And I never tell people what their ideal weight should be. I mean, I think they need to consult a physician for that. I think they need to look at where they feel best. Some people like, don't want to be really thin. Some people you know, want to be very thin. It just depends on the individual, but decide that's who you are and you gained weight rather than the three, 250, 300 pound version that lost weight because the power is in which direction you look at it from. It's no different than going, checking your thermostat in your home. I mean, if the thermostat, if it gets over the high seventies in my house, man, I'm, I am ready for that thing to cool off. And, yeah. and so it, it, you have to set your thermostat around your mindset with your weight the same way, because it will impact you way beyond. It impacts people's income. I actually did a video on this recently. The number 49 states in the United States, it's, it is legal to discriminate based on obesity. 49 states. Michigan is wow. the only one, unless, unless this has changed. Now, there's not a company out there that will tell you they're not hiring you because you're obese. But if you pull hiring managers and HR directors aside and ask them who you're going to hire between somebody that's at a normal or close to normal weight, okay, or somebody that's carrying an extra 50 pounds. And, and if you don't think you're obese, just check this, the tables. Don't take my word for it. There, there's all kind of, most people think they're overweight or, or obese, but people who think they're obese are morbidly obese. Like I was morbidly obese. But a hiring manager who sees somebody who's not at near or at a normal weight is going to hire the one, the one 
if they've got the choice between an obese person and the person who is at a normal weight, they're going to pick the one that's normal weight because of a leadership quality and a discipline quality there that they believe either whether it's on the surface or whatever. And this, and I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of men and women, and I ask them if they've ever felt like they have been discriminated on the job because of their weight, and it's almost without question 100%. It, it might not be 100, mm. but it's close to 100% because while they might not have been directly singled out, indirectly, they see where, where Bob Johnson, and I'm just naming a name, <laughs> is uh, this guy named Bob. Right. He gets the promotion when they had more qualifications or he gets the job or he gets the sale. And so it it happens all the time. Awesome. This is awesome. I We're about to wrap it up here. I know I have so many other questions, but we're going to wrap it up here. I have one last question. I ask all this to my guests here. The people who are watching you now and they're listening to you later. And can you tell them really, because this is such a huge space, how, how can they mm-hmm. become an authority in, if they want to help others lose weight and get into the health, get more healthy? How did you, I guess part of your story is your story, but can you tell them how you still have to be the point where, how do I become an authority in this space? Do you have anything on that? Well, yeah. I mean, I really, the, the biggest thing with it is to live it. I mean, if if you're wanting people to follow you, you've got to you you've really got to you've got to live it and be authentic to that yourself. I mean, I, nobody be listening to me if I still weigh 304 pounds. Nobody be listening to me about weight loss right now. And so I think from a leadership side, more is more is caught than thought. Than just be who you want to be. If you're it goes for any area of, of life. I mean, if I'm going to be a, a great parent, then I need to be a great person. If I'm a if I'm a dis, if I'm dishonest or cheat or lie or steal or one of those things, then that leads a bad example for my kids. And so that's lead, leadership from a kid's side, but also in business too. I mean, my when I had my clothing business for 17 years, the people who worked for me they saw how we interacted with people, and they interacted the same way. So so. Being who, being authentic—that's how you become the, the greatest authority. Is to do it. It is, and if you struggle personally, then find a way. I mean, there's a way. People losing weight every day. I'm not the only one that has the answer, but it's at the end of the day, it's got to be important. Does that make sense? I hope that answers the question. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Perfect, man. All right. So we're we're at the end of it here. I tell you, I, I had so many other questions I left to go on through, but we're gonna wrap it up here. So. Tell us where they can go after the show. I know it's a special edition. We've got some special things happening for us. Yeah, we you you can find me at transformmyfuture.com, but I've I've prepared something for your audience, Brian. And and if they will go to the you post it very kindly post it up on the screen, transformmyfuture.com forward slash BA for Brian Arnold. And I'm gonna be doing a private training where I talk about the five-step strategy that I personally use to lose 129 pounds in 260 days and how I teach my clients to do the same thing. And and it's a real training. I've had, it's not fluff. It's totally free. There's nothing sold on the training. Don't worry. Brian's going to, Brian, I talked to Brian beforehand. He's agreed (laughs) to be there. So, so he'll keep me straight. Okay. It makes sure I'm still authority on it. But if you, if they'll go, they can register there because there's only a hundred seats available. Okay. So if they, if they'll register, they'll get a link after they register and they can join the training. If somebody's listening to this, say a year from now, that particular training is going to be live August 26th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Eastern. So that's, again, that's August 26th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Eastern. But for somebody who's hearing this later, 
we're gonna we're gonna record that. So don't worry. You if you're listening to this a year from now or six weeks from now or just the day of, and you or you you got busy, there's gonna be a recording of the training. And so that training will be made available. So they'll then go the exact same link. I'll keep that link live from here on forward. Transformmyfuture.com forward slash ba, and you'll get access to that training. It's completely free, and and it really is. It really is the formula. This is gonna be. A great training. Okay. I, I don't know what you've been doing up until now, but I know that if you're at all concerned or at all have an issue with your weight, this is something that you need to go to. And like, like you said, it's no obligations. It's just uh, free stuff, free content yep. that you can use right then and there. And just think it through. Rethink <laughs> Rethink what you're doing and and decide on that. We would love to have you there. Absolutely. Thanks for having me so much, Brian. This has been a blast. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, so great to have you. Honored to have you on here. And I'm going to say my my little catchphrase at the end here. It goes like this, and you guys know it. Build it, share it, and they will come. We'll see you next time. We're out of here. Peace. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.